Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macnow. It's Thursday in Philadelphia. We're looking ahead, of course, to Sunday night, the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. For the 111th time, these two teams will meet. Been to all those, have you? About half of them, it feels like. Yeah, sure. And, you know, it's really a fun one, Glenn. There's so many great storylines here. We've talked about the quarterbacks here uh, uh, this week. Uh, Jim Schwartz today talking about the strength of the Dallas Cowboys offense. Really, when you hear it from the players and the coaches all week, you get a different perspective. I mean, the way it sounds, I mean, the Eagles have complete respect for what the Dallas Cowboys are doing offensively. The run game, the quarterback. Des Bryant back, the big offensive line. The tight end. And they how should you, have respect. How do you beat them? You beat them by outscoring. That's how you beat them. And I think the Cowboys' offense is very good, Dave. They're going to score points. It's not going to be last week against Minnesota. You're not going to shut them down. The trick is their defense isn't very good. Their numbers right now aren't bad. They're only giving up 18 points a game. But I think that's a bit of a sham. And I think if you can control the ball, and we'll talk about that, you can beat the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. You see what kind of mood he's in? He's in that bold, aggressive mood, and we will hear some of Glenn Macknell's bold predictions in a bit here. Let's get you caught up on everything happening on this Thursday. It's our Eagles 360 update with Alex Smith. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Smith here with your 360 update. We are another day closer to the primetime Sunday night matchup between the Eagles and the Cowboys for first place in the NFC East. And while a lot of the storylines this week have focused around the two rookie quarterbacks going head-to-head, Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott, today we heard inside the locker room about what this rivalry means to the Eagles players, specifically players like Jason Kelsey and Connor Barwin, who have been through it before. You know, it's, it's the most important game right now. Uh, and it's a fun one because it means a lot right now in the season. And then, you know, it always means so much uh, to everybody in this city. So uh, it's an exciting one, and, and we'll be ready to go, and, and we'll play well. This is, I mean, it is just an, uh, right, another game, and, but at the same point, you know, um, I'd be lying if I, say, if I said that the emotions weren't different going into a game like this where you play against a team twice a year uh, with meaningful games. Um, and uh, I think the emotions are a lot higher during games like this. We also heard from Eagles defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz and players inside the locker room about why the Cowboys have been able to have so much success both throwing and running the ball, and a common theme seems to be the play of the offensive line. A lot has been made of, you know, the few amount of turnovers. A lot of that can be attributed to the offensive line because he hasn't had to throw a ball before he wanted to or, you know, got hit when he was throwing. Actually, the one the one he has, as he was hit when he was throwing, but it's been very rare that he's been hit. He's had some clean pockets. He's been able to buy time. Yeah. Well, I mean, their old line is probably the best in the league, so that helps as well. You know, when, when things kind of break down, he has time to kind of just sit in there and decipher what he wants to do, whether he wants to take off or, you know, scramble and look for the open receiver. So having that old line really helps him out a lot. You know, for us, it's just really just trying trying to make them make quick decisions and, and get the ball out quick uh, on our side of the ball and well I think I think it starts with, with Ezekiel you know they they run the ball really well as you guys all know um, and then once once you run the ball that well it's going to open up the passing game that will wrap things up here from the Novacare complex you can check out all of our locker room sound on demand right here on philadelphiaeagles.com and the official Eagles mobile app Thank you so much, Alex. We've got a lot to get to on the show today. A progress report on a special team player who was honored this week and who's also making contribution 
as a wide receiver. We'll look back in time, a beautiful time when the Eagles were all over Troy Aikman, pounded him into the ground. You remember that game, 11 sacks for the Eagles? Achy, breaky Aikman. I remember that game. Sure. And then Glenn's going to get bold and beautiful in just a bit. When we return, though, to Eagles 360, we're talking defense with safety Rodney McLeod. How do the Eagles stop Dallas on Sunday night? You here to buy the tickets? Hey, buddy, you here for the tickets? Yeah. Dude, what's the password, man? (laughs) Oh, Coach Shannon. What were you thinking? We're doing like a CD ticket deal instead of going to NFL Ticket Exchange. NFL Ticket Exchange. 100% verified authentic tickets from one fan to the other. We'll see you at the games, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you. Take your spring vacation with Eagles players and alumni on Apple Vacation's Beach Blitz. Join me, along with Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and Jordan Matthews on an all-inclusive vacation a world away from the ordinary at the luxurious, now-jade Riviera Cancun Resort. You'll receive non-stop round-trip airfare, luxury hotel accommodations, and special events with Eagles VIPs. Go to applevacations.com eagles to book your trip today. Write checking from Santander Bank. Just make one deposit, withdrawal, transfer, or payment each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Write Checking from Santander Bank. Well, the Eagles felt they got it right in the spring when they added Rodney McLeod via free agency to team with Malcolm Jenkins. And so far in six games, the Eagles have certainly gotten it right at the safety positions. We welcome Rodney McLeod into the studio. Rodney, it seems to have gone really well with you and Malcolm. You feel that way? Yeah, man. Uh, it's obviously been a good start to the season. Um, you know, obviously had a couple lapses the past two games, but for the most part, uh, since OTAs and things, we've been building chemistry, and, um, you know, you just seeing it form right now. So it, it's been great playing alongside Jenkins. How do you form chemistry? How do you form trust? How do you form that, that union back there? Um, you know, it, it, I mean, from just getting to know one another, uh, but it always helps when you got a guy like him and myself, uh, you know, two smart players, uh, kind of see the game alike, um, come from familiar backgrounds, like far as Greg Williams and, uh, you know, just, just having the right mindset, man, and, and not being too prideful and, uh, just, just want to work beside one another. So it's great, man. I, I think we feed off each other. We compete with one another and, uh, you know, it's a great bond on and off the field. Rodney, what do you think are the physical characteristics that you need to be a great safety in the league at a position that's really changed so much over the years? Yeah, um, you know, you got all different type of safeties. Uh, you know, I think you have to be smart. Uh, you got to be a sure tackler, uh, whether it's open field or, or being that, that angel uh, back there, um, whatever it is. You know, receivers are so dynamic nowadays and running backs. Um, you have to be able to cover. Uh, tight ends are flexing out. You know, you, you see it each and every week. So you, it's not like the old school, you know, just line up uh, and they're going to run the ball. It's literally nowadays games has changed, spreading things out, playing in space. And, um, you know, me and Jenkins both have corner uh, background, so that helps us out a lot. 
The game on Sunday against Minnesota, dominating performance front to back, back to front all over. What did that do for this group as you've kind of spent the last couple of days living the moment but also looking ahead to Dallas? Oh, uh, yeah, man. It, it, I mean, it was a great win. Uh, no better feeling to get it versus the Vikings at home. Uh, man, the crowd was into it from, from the first snap. But, and we just fed off that. But it all started in practice, man. Preparation, uh, you know, how, how we approached it, getting back to basics, fundamentals and technique. We talked about it all week, and it showed on Sunday. So we're just trying to carry this momentum into uh, going into Dallas, who's, who's another good team and obviously a division opponent. Why are they so good offensively? They lead the league in rushing. They got the big offensive line. They got Dez back. You got your hands full. Yeah, man. Um, you know, you you hit, you said it. Uh, it all starts up front. Um, you know, it's, the game's gonna be one in the trenches. Uh, you know, our D line's gonna be up for the challenge. Uh, those guys have been doing a good job over there, moving guys. Ezekiel Elliott has been finding the hole and hitting it. Dak Prescott's been uh, doing ph phenomenal in the way he's leading that group. So it's gonna be another big challenge for us, man. But uh, you know, it is each and every Sunday. So. It's all about how we prepare and, uh, you know, how, how our mindset is going to that game. Is Sunday Night Football a big deal to you? Nah, I don't, I don't look at it as a big deal. Um, you know, obviously, everybody's going to be watching. Uh, you want to perform well, you know, in front of your family and friends um, and, and represent uh, your name as well as the organization. But um, can't, can't let the moment get too high, man. You got to stay, you know, calm, um, you know, make plays when they come to you and, and just have fun. Rodney, what do you do all day on Sunday? <laughs> uh, Sunday night game, man, uh, you know, I, I prefer a one o'clock game, you know, just wake up and get to it, but uh, just relax, um, you know, probably look over my notes, check out some games, but kind of just relax, man, and uh, just get ready, uh, you know, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a war out there. <laughs> when you watch football, do you watch friends? Do you root as a fan? Do you keep your fantasy football stats? I mean, what do you... <laughs> I do, yeah. We do got a little fantasy, uh, little fantasy uh, group with the DBs, um, so that's fun. But uh, just kind of watch, watch my um, peers, check out some of them, um, make sure you know they're doing fine and all that, and just enjoy the game. How is Team McLeod doing in fantasy? Uh, I'm actually four and three. Just got a win last night over uh, Leotis McKelvin, so I don't know who's <laughs> next, but. You know, uh, watch out. Same draft format that everybody else does. You pick players. Yeah, a little and... snake. Yeah, snake draft. Um, uh, I actually had the first pick uh, the draft, so uh, I took Antonio Brown. Okay, okay. <laughs> I saw him go off the field on Sunday. I'm like, oh boy, all these fantasy football owners are freaking out. And then I think he went back in, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, hey man, if you play Antonio Brown, you'll shut him down and be a winner and a loser. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't start him uh, the week that it, we played him. <laughs> Good thing, because he would have. He actually had a big. He had a big numbers that game, but the Steelers yeah, but did not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, hey man, in the real life, this game is for first place in the NFC East, and the division is so competitive. The rivalry. Have you gotten a sense of what it's like to be Eagles versus Cowboys week? Um, got a little bit. Uh, I could tell how Coach Peterson, um, the way he said, you know, this week, you know, is it, big. I could see it in his eyes how. Um, you know, it, it, the rivalry is huge, man. And, and just talking to some of the other guys, uh, particularly Malcolm Jenkins, you know, this is a very big week. So uh, I'm excited. And, um, you know, I'll, we just go out there and take care of business. Go get him. Rodney, thanks so much for joining us. Beat the Cowboys. Thank you. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Rico. Rico makes information work for the Philadelphia Eagles. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player, 
watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. I sup to Philly. I sup to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I sup to Philly. The Broad Street line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly! Halloween excitement is back at Dunkin' with Halloween donuts and munchkins. Drizzled, decorated, and all dressed up for the season. Pick up a box and share the fun. America runs on Dunkin'. We're back. It's Eagles 360. Dave and Glenn here. And time now for Glenn Macnow and his bold predictions. Feeling good, Look at you warming up. I am. I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm feeling good about this game. I'm feeling good about my predictions. Did pretty well last week. Don't forget to mention that, Dave. You did well last week. Thank you, Dave. Here you go. Bold prediction number one. Although the Cowboys lead the league in this stat, the Eagles will win the time of possession. And this is important. The Cowboys right now averaging 33 uh, minutes, 8 seconds a game. The Eagles' time of possession, they're third in the league, which is pretty good at 32-16. I think Doug Peterson knows that he's going to have to dominate this in order to win. You've got to keep the ball out of the Cowboys' hands. That's basic. So the Eagles are going to run some screens. They're going to take up time between plays. They are going to make a concerted effort, and I think they're going to move the ball on the Cowboys. Win the time of possession. You can beat the Cowboys. They'll win the time of possession. I, I agree with you. I think that's a really key statistic in this game. However, I will say this. In the last three games without Lane Johnson, maybe that's a coincidence, maybe it's not, the Eagles' time of possession has decreased an average of five and a half minutes per game in those three games. So the Eagles have not been able to sustain drives. In Washington, a lot of it was due to the defense not getting off the field. Right, but there's a difference here. You're right, without Lane Johnson, that's not a coincidence. But it also, you faced a Washington defensive line with Ryan Kerrigan. You faced a Minnesota defensive line that was good. Dallas's defensive line, they don't have those guys. Okay. All right. All right. Here Attack the D. Number right. two. Mark down Jordan Hicks for a dozen tackles this weekend. He had a really good game against Minnesota. I think he had 11. Let's give him one more. Rodney McLeod leads the Eagles in tackles. He's having a great year, but you know, you don't want your safety leading the team in tackles. You want your middle linebacker to be that guy. It's going to be his job to stop Ezekiel Elliott coming through that second wave. I think he's up to it. It's going to be the best game of the year for Jordan Hicks. And if the Eagles are going to win... He's got to have a great game. Who had a great first half last year at AT&T Stadium. Mm -hmm. Remember the interception return for a touchdown. Later, Torres pectoral muscle out for the season. Jordan Hicks coming on, had his best game of the year against the Minnesota Vikings. All right, number three. You're going to like this one, okay. Dave. I picture this in my mind's eye. Mm -hmm. Game starts, what, 8.30? So figure mm -hmm. it's going to be ending close to midnight. Yes. 
Right around that time, as Philadelphia fans are sitting in their living rooms, their bedroom, watching this thing, you will see on the sidelines Jerry Jones standing there, as he often does, and he's going to have the look of a man who just swallowed a dozen bad clams. Okay. Because he's going to think the Cowboys are going to win. It's going to be a very close game down to the end. He likes to go down to that sideline when he's feeling it. So a pained look on his face, an unpleasant look on his face. Uh, the look of a man who just had it, his, his, the game stolen from him. The Take look of a him. man who looks like he's had constipation for five years. That's the look no you're going to get comments. from Jerry Jones. All right. Well, that's three of them. Glenn's got two more bold predictions, and they are bold, mm -hmm. for the kickoff show. You can hear that, watch that, see that on Sunday night right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thank you very much, Glenn. Good Pleasure, job. Dave. Okay. Uh, let's get to more here. We've got a few more, a couple more segments here on Eagles 360. We'll talk about Josh Huff and the progress he's made. But when we return to Eagles 360, we're going to go back in our time vaults, a time when the Eagles defense, the, particularly the defensive line, completely dominated the Dallas Cowboys. A little foreshadowing for Sunday night. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by McDonald's. Mix and match on McDonald's McPick 2 for $2.50 menu, now featuring Filet-O-Fish for a limited time. I'm loving it. You say crazy, I say crafty. You say savage, I say practiced. Crazy, crafty, savage, practiced. Let's run that whole thing back. You say unbelievable, I say achievable. You say incredible, I say inevitable. Unbelievable, achievable, incredible, inevitable. Let's run that whole thing back. Carbs to compete, electrolytes to replenish. Take your spring vacation with Eagles players and alumni on Apple Vacation's Beach Blitz. Join me, along with Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and Jordan Matthews on an all-inclusive vacation a world away from the ordinary at the luxurious, now Jade, Riviera Cancun Resort. You'll receive non-stop round-trip airfare, luxury hotel accommodations, and special events with Eagles VIPs. Go to applevacations.com slash eagles to book your trip today. All right, fellas, let's go out there and give them heck. Heck. Let's go out there and give them the one, two. You tell them, Captain. Go out there, we're going to really give them the business. My God, let's sock it to them. Yeah. Fair and square. Hip, hip. Hooray! Come on, boys, let's give them a while. Holy smokes. The old game just can't compete, especially when it comes to innovative energy solutions like the ones NRG uses to power the Eagles. Visit picknrg.com today. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macnow, Eagles 360. We come your way Monday through Friday right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and the official team app. Time now to take a look back in time. The Eagles and the Cowboys rivalry, a great one, right? We all know that. 1991, the season. It's our old school, all 22 look. Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. The day the Eagles buried Troy Aikman. Hi, everyone. I'm Merrill Reese, voice of the Eagles, and welcome to old school, all 22 a unique look through coaching tape of a unique moment, a special moment or play in Eagles history. And with the Eagles in Dallas this week, Mike, what is better remembered than 1991 when the Eagles sacked Troy Aikman 11 times? How do you do that with an offensive line? Sack a quarterback 11 times, well, they got it done. And 
they just spread it around the entire team. But it wasn't just how well the guys up front played. Troy Aikman had to hold on to the football because of the coverage on the back end and allow those guys to get hits on the quarterback. Let me show you how well they covered on the back end that allowed that defensive line to get 11 quarterbacks to set a record on Troy Aikman. It's second and nine, late in the first quarter, the Eagles came out and played cover two man with two safeties high in a deep part of the field and straight man coverage across the board. With seven defenders in coverage, this leaves just a four-man rush, so the Eagles will rely on the front four to generate pressure. Troy Aikman takes the snap, and at the top of his drop, he has absolutely nowhere to go with the football. With two safeties playing the deep part of the field, the man defenders playing tight, aggressive coverage underneath, taking away the quick throws in the progression. That's exactly what happens here as Aikman is forced to step up right into the waiting arms of Jerome Brown. On the next play, the Eagles were at it again, playing cover two man in the secondary with the four-man rush. Again, Aikman drops back and he has nowhere to go with the football. And Reggie White forces him to the right and Clyde Simmons takes him down from behind for his second sack of the drive. On the next series, Aikman drops back and not wanting to get crushed again, tried to force a throw to a slot receiver down the seam on a vertical route. But with the two safeties deep downfield, the pass turned into an easy interception for Rich Miano. This is cover two man at its best. As a four-man rush forces the quarterback to get rid of the football earlier than he wants to, and a prowling safety takes advantage of the errant pass. The Eagles defensive front gets a lot of credit for this 11-sack performance, but don't forget the secondary on the back end. Both facets of the defense helped to lead that memorable game and one of the toughest of Troy Aikman's career. As they sacked Troy Aikman time after time and we started to count them 9, 10, 11, I remember saying, if this were a boxing match, it should be stopped. <laughs> Merrill, top to bottom, that was an outstanding defense. You look at the guys up front, and they were certainly able to put a lot of pressure on Aikman. But on the back end, guys like Eric Allen, able to cover up his receivers down the field, just making it easier for the guys up front. An outstanding defense. And, of course, we talk about Jim Johnson as a great, great defensive coordinator, but also a guy who belongs in the Hall of Fame was calling that defense, and that was Bud Carson. But Carson and, you know, the guys were talking about everyone was getting sex, but Reggie didn't have his sack yet. And Reggie was complaining, when am I going to get my sack? And finally, Reggie White did join the group and got his sack in that game. That defense was number one against the run, number one against the pass, and number one overall. Merrill and Mike, a great job as always. 1991, do you remember that game? Remember it heartily, Dave. Remember yep. enjoying myself thoroughly. It's just as good the second time around. Yeah, and it's, it's, it kind of sets the stage for this game, I think, because the Eagles defensive line, while it does not match up to that 1991 group, I mean, what a group, Reggie and Clyde no, and Jerome. Time, and sure. This defensive line has to win big on Sunday night. Agreed? They do. Absolutely. You have to hold them. As I said, I think the Cowboys are going to score points, but you have to hold them. You have to contain that line so that the thing doesn't get out of hand. Likely without Benny Logan. So Bo Allen has to play big once again. Taylor Hart, 
et cetera, in his reserve role. So, all right, one more segment to go here on Eagles 360. When we return, among other things, we're taking a look at Josh Huff, who suddenly has become a big part of things for the Eagles. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. With Simply Right checking from Santander Bank, just make one deposit, payment, withdrawal, or transfer each month to waive the monthly fee, and there's no minimum balance. You're all right. With Simply Right checking from Santander Bank. Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes, and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood, and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Halloween excitement is back at Dunkin' with Halloween donuts and munchkins. Drizzled, decorated, and all dressed up for the season. Pick up a box and share the fun. America runs on Dunkin'. Our final segment here on Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macnow with you. Josh Huff uh, was big last week as a kickoff return man, as a receiver. And in this week's progress report with Ike Reese and Mike Quick, we take a look at Josh Huff. All right, Q, progress report brings us to wide receiver Josh Huff, and he's being used in uh, multiple ways uh, for this team. Like, you title him wide receiver, and he's titled that, but he does so many things. He's a football player. He does a whole lot more than just playing the receiver position, and we'll see that. Yeah, I like the fact that they get him in motion here. You watch the zoom motion, and this is one of those option plays that Carson has that if you don't get a guy going with Josh Huff in motion, he's going to throw it to Josh Huff. But if there is somebody that goes out there that vacates the box, this is also a run option play as well. Very good design play. Right. Get the ball in the hub's hands quick and then give him some open space and let him do what he does. It's about the numbers, and you're exactly right. No one comes with him in motion, so he's got two blockers from two defenders on the outside, and you give the orbit pass on that play. Now, this is his specialty, and to me, this was the play that really changed the momentum of this football game. This kickoff return from Josh Huff, obviously, great job from his blockers up front. You're getting guys sealed off. You're going to get a kick out there. And then when you get the lead returner going in, he's going to pick up a guy. I mean, it's a well-designed play. Look at the open field. And the thing I like about this return from Josh, you know, he has that former running back in him. Yeah. And so he sees this guy here. That's, that's a kicker. It's over. That's not going to happen in open field. He doesn't even slow down, runs through that arm tackle. Great job. He runs with power when he's on the kickoff return. A little concerned about that. That's a little height on that flip there, thankfully. <laughs> That there was no injury there, but I guess when you have a return for a touchdown, you can do what you want. Here's a facet of his game that has improved tremendously this year. Going a little bit unnoticed, but that's why we're here to talk about it. His play 
on special teams in the coverage units. He's been one of the best on the team all year long. This is one of the reasons why I say he's more than just a wide receiver. He's a football player because he's been one of their best gunners. And when you only have one guy holding him up at the line of scrimmage, not going to happen. Josh Huff gets down the field. Watch how he gets under control as he approaches the returner. That's a pretty good returner in Jamison Crowder. That's a good returner. Josh turns basically into a defensive player. And the reason why this is important, great job of keeping upfield leverage. He's going to force Crowder back in, but that's not enough for him. Right. He makes the play. That's a solo tackle from a gunner on one of the best punt returners in the National Football League. Really impressed with the way Josh Huff has played this year. Not just on offense, but I think he's making an even greater impact on special teams. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, Glenn, I got to ask you about Josh and what you see for him in the immediate future with this Eagles offense, the way they're getting him the football. Yeah, well, I think this is a team that doesn't have the best skill position players in the league. We know that, so you have to find a way to use guys to their strength. This is a guy who, when he gets the ball, can run with it. He used to be a running back. So you want to get the ball in his hands five, six times a game and allow him to make those plays. So I would be shocked. See. I would be shocked if he has an opportunity to get any kickoff returns the rest of the year, if that's possible. I mean, Dan Bailey's going to kick the ball yeah, into the It's not going to be stands. in this stadium against this kicker, uh, There's no. no way a team is going to give Josh no. Huff an opportunity or Wendell Smallwood. This is a, an outstanding, game-breaking kickoff return team. Correct. Barring some weird penalty before a kickoff where they have to kick it off from their own 10, yeah. it's going to be a lot of touchbacks. Yeah, hopefully it will be very few kickoffs that the Eagles are receiving. Here. Right. Our Amoroso's on the menu segment for you. What's ahead on Friday? We've got Doug Peterson making his final media address. We've got another rookie in the chair to my left, Howard Eskin. How about that? That's we'll be rookie. the co-host here. Yeah, That's the world's yeah. oldest rookie. Has <laughs> some key matchups for the Eagles and the Cowboys on Sunday night. Amoroso's, the reason Philly sandwiches are so famous. Glenn, we won't see you the rest of the week on our 360 But channel. I'll be thinking about you, Dave. I'll be thinking about you as well. Uh, what do you think about this game? Still feeling it for the Eagles? I feel good about it. I mean, no guarantees or anything. It's going to be a very high-scoring game, come down to last possession, uh, and I like the ball in the rookie's hand, our rookie's hands okay. at the end of the game. All right. And remember, Jim, Jer Jerry Jones, that's his name, Stoneface, bad clam. Bad clam. Yeah. Jerry Jones, bad clam. Mm -hmm. Got it. Glenn Macnow, Dave Spadaro, thank you for joining us on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.